You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Now, one man who is not shy to roll out his checkbook is Charles Cater, who is the CFO of Sibanya Stillwater. Uh, Sibanya has been on a acquisition drive of note uh, since sort of last year or so. Uh, but today they released their interim results uh, for the half year ended December, uh, as well as their full year results uh, for that period. Um, and we're joined on the line by Charles to just give us a sense of those numbers. Good evening, Charles. Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, before we dig into the specific of the numbers, I mean, from an overall performance uh, point of view, what do you make of the performance? Yeah, thank you and, and good evening. Um, yeah, I think it's a mixed set of results. Um, you know, obviously, 2022 was impacted by, um, you know, a lot of factors. We had the three-month-long strike at our SA Gold operations. Um, we had the, the one-in-200-year flooding event at Stillwater. And those really had an impact on, on the business as a whole um, towards the back end of the year. And I think that's nothing new for, for the listeners and yourself. I mean, load shedding intensified. And uh, although we, we seem to have managed um, you know, pretty well throughout that period, um, you know, if it continues on this trend, it, it, it will bite into the results. So, yeah, I think, I think we, we, we're still happy. You know, this is the third highest EBITDA that we have posted since our inception 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, you know, um, parking all those factors aside, it could have been stronger, but we're not entirely unhappy. Mm. I mean, f- from a performance perspective, as you rightly mentioned, um, there, there were some positive highlights there. Do you think that you benefited from uh, being such a diversified miner as compared to uh, some of your industry peers that focus on on? probably less uh, commodities than, than Sabanya does at this stage. Do you think that helped the performance of the company as well? It definitely helps the performance, um, and, and we've seen it. You know, we've, we've done the analysis. If we stayed a gold-only company, we would have been a pretty small company, and we would have made um, you know, very small profits. Mm. So, so I think the, the expansion, not only into PGMs, more recently into battery metals, and then you know, acquiring the U.S. operations, the stormwater operations, um, has served us well, um, and and it's it's brought about a balanced portfolio, which uh, has helped us to uh, weather the storms. Mm. Talk me through those expansions, uh, expansions, Charles. You're just signing off on checks. I mean, Australia's acquisition, eighty three million dollars. Uh, Finland, the lithium business, that was another five hundred and eighty odd million euros. Um, the French business, the nickel business last year, that was another 85 million euros. You're now looking at something uh, in Zambia on the Mopani copper uh, side of things. Um, are, you, are you just going to buy everything at this point? No one's complaining. I mean, it's obviously going to be a good thing. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think that's the, uh, you know, the perception that might be out there. But you know, I can assure you that we probably turned down, I would say 99% of deals, which uh, you know we feel is not accretive. It doesn't fit the portfolio. Mm. Um, prices might be too high, but you're right. You know we we have bought the nickel refinery, and uh, although it is loss making, we we bought it for the potential. Um, we would like to to establish ourselves as a recycler of PGMs and battery materials within the the European supply chain. So that's the reason for, for the French refinery. Mm. In terms of Kelleber, um, just uh, yes, the, the total capital expenditure for the project, project is 588 million euros. However, 176 million euros of that has already been funded. Mm. And that is where we increased our stake in the business. 
So from a, from an equity perspective at the asset level, there's probably another 100 million or so outstanding. And then the balance will be debt funded. You know, we're talking about 50-50 debt there. So it sounds like a big number, but, you know, if you start knocking off those those items, um, it's actually not such a big number. Mm. Yeah, but um, I- and then, then more recently, you know, your, your point on the investment in Australia, you know, it's really an area we'd like to pivot in is the circular economy. Mm. And, um, you know, that just provides us that, that opportunity in terms of tailings retreatment, our recycling, and then our stake that we've got in DRB. Mm. I think it's it's very telling um, of a clear strategy from Sibanye, uh, from, from the management team as well, to just position Sibanye in um, the, the alternatives or the, the, the newer age commodity space and the cleaner commodity space. Um, do, from a strategy point of view, I mean, I imagine you'd be doing that for longevity reasons and to look beyond uh, sort of a five to ten year plan? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, so... So if you look at our North Star, you know, it's, it's to have a balanced portfolio and to, mm. to mimic what the drivetrain will be in vehicles going forward. Now, you know, we, we, it would be remiss of us not to consider the electrification of the drivetrain in vehicles, mm. um, specifically, you know, um, battery-driven vehicles. And, and we want to position ourselves to play in that space. And, uh, you know, hence the reason why we are um, shifting um, our, not our focus, but you know, we, we're shifting into into battery metals and the cleaner energy products going forward. Mm. Now, there, there's a there's an interesting uh, commitment from the United States for uh, I think it's about seven hundred million dollars um, around so, uh, an acquisition or around some plans that you have in the U.S. Are you able to shed some light on that? Will this add to the business at this stage? Yes, so so we we've got to, the option to take a 50% stake in the Rhylite Ridge project, which is another fantastic lithium project in the U.S. And and maybe let me just take 30 seconds and explain. So so we believe that um, you know globalization. Um, I think COVID has proved that uh, you know the pendulum swung too far, and I think countries uh, nations will go back to regionalization. So mm-hmm. hence the reason why we are targeting Europe and North America. So Rylite Ridge is a fantastic project um, in Nevada, in, in the U.S., another lithium project that's low cost. Um, and we've got an option to take a 50% stake in that business for um, our, our commitment's $490 million. Um, now, that, that $490 million not only buys us a 50% stake, but that's also our commitment towards the funding and the building of the project. Um, but uh, what what the uh, our partner there, Ionia, secured is a seven hundred million dollar loan, a conditional loan. So again, yeah, we always targeted that the project would probably be a, again fifty fifty debt and equity, and uh, you know that conditional loan just uh, sets us up very well without us having to to now go to the lenders market, and it's at very attractive um, rates going forward. So so that really takes care of the debt portion. As I said, our stake will go towards the equity, and then we can develop that project. However, it is subject to certain permitting, and our, our um, uh, investment into that will only kick in once all those permitting conditions have been satisfied. 
Of course. So it, it, a measured risk approach from that perspective. Um, Absolutely. Bef- before I let you go, Charles, uh, there was a dividend. There was a final dividend paid out of about 122 cents per share um, with a full year dividend in excess of 7.3 billion uh, rand. And I think um, I spoke to Chantal Marx just before this, uh, and she highlighted that investors uh, and shareholders at this stage might be looking for uh, a bit more of a dividend payout from Sibanye uh, as opposed to acquisitions that uh, might not necessarily be the traditional acquisitions that they are used to. Is there a special dividend on the cards um, or is the strategic objective of the business to continue to grow revenue streams first and then look at special dividends later? Yeah, so, so in terms of the dividends, you're right, you know, two, two rand 60 per share, that puts us on about a 6% yield, which is, you know, by, by mining company standards, specifically precious metals companies, it's considered leading. Um, yes, I, I can understand that shareholders probably wants, uh, you know, pr- probably wants more because we, we are quite cash flush and our, our operations are cash generating. But, you know, our policy is to pay out between 25 and 35% of normalized earnings, which roughly equates to cash earnings. And, uh, you know, we've paid out at the, at the higher end, 35%. Now, interesting, you know, we've returned over 40 billion rand to shareholders, um, you know, be it dividends, be it share buybacks. And to put that in perspective, you know, when we listed this company, we were only a 10 billion company. So, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've, we've paid back 40, 40 billion rand over that period. Now, you know, I, I wouldn't say bigger payouts or, or special dividends is, is not something we would consider going forward. But, you know, we, we like the repeatability. We like the predictability. We've got a capital allocation framework out there. So, you know, our priorities are clear where we want to spend money, why we spend it. And, um, you know, dividends is a part of that. So we are paying out at the higher end. And as earnings grow, you know, so shareholders also um, share in a bigger uh, part of the pie. Mm. Well, I, for one, am bullish on Sibanya. I do think that the strategy currently being employed is a good one. But thanks very much for your time, uh, Charles. That was Charles Cato, who's the CFO of Sibanya Stillwater, just giving us a sense of their results, uh, as well as the company's plans and outlooks going forward. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.